You're tuned to Startup Smack. After a successful August focused on sales and marketing, we enter the autumn time here in Startup Smack and we shift our focus to branding and culture. This month in Startup Smack, our guests will include branding experts, visionary CEOs, and people who've sought to enrich their organization with innovative cultures. If you like the show, um, please don't forget to rate us on iTunes. We would really, really appreciate that. And uh, if you want to catch the live show, of course, it's every Wednesday at 7 p.m. on Facebook. That's the at Startup Smack Facebook page. And we'd really appreciate any comments or feedback that you have on the show. This week, our guest is a young entrepreneur, only 19 years of age, hotly tipped to do very, very big things. Already on his second startup, we speak with Chris Kelly, CEO of Talev Innovations. Talev are hoping to disrupt the antiquated hospital industry with a clever IoT device that will improve operations and optimize workflows in hospitals. I've known Chris for the last couple of months since um, since he won IBYE in Limerick, um, and I was kind of picking his brain a little bit and some kind of contemporary aspects. We spoke a little bit about um, the PayPal Mafia story and, and that incredible journey of Reid Hoffman, Peter Thiel, Elon Musk, and the rest of the co-founders. And Chris was very, very inspired by that. Um, he talks a lot about a brotherhood in his organization. And I thought no better opportunity to maybe pick his brains, to dissect the PayPal Mafia story, and perhaps extract some learnings that entrepreneurs and CEOs can implement and uh, hope to aspire to in their organizations. Shane McCarthy is the interviewer this evening, and uh, we join the podcast um, as Chris is giving us some background um, on his entrepreneurial story to date. Your starter passes. Welcome to Starter Smack, ladies and gentlemen. It is, of course, episode twenty-four, part two, because we we did we did twenty-two twice. We didn't do twenty-three. We did twenty-four twice. We didn't do twenty-three. So we have part two, twenty-four. Dan O'Brien. What happened? I uh, I skipped an episode. And we deleted an episode. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about that. Don't mention the war. Don't mention the war. Yeah, go on. Um, <laughs> look, guys, very excited uh, for this episode of Startup Smack. Um, as you can see from some of our promos, um, we're going to be talking about the world of startup mafias. Um, very, very interesting topic close to my heart and also the heart of my guest. It is, of course, Monsieur Chris Kelly. Hello. <laughs> uh, we're kind of all kind of jumbled in here together. We tried a couple of things, moving cameras around and all that. I'm in the centre, that's all that really matters. Is uh, he Shaw? This is Peter Shaw. It's Peter. Reintroducing the Peter Hunt Show. Um, guys, really excited to have Chris Kelly. Oh, cheers. Welcome. Or, uh, not welcome, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> 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 that's the Chris Kelly Show. Yeah, yeah. yeah Chris is welcome down to his show today. And we're talking about all things that we can talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So, yeah, so I brought in Chris today. I know we shared office together, and uh, he was always just spouting on about how fantastic PayPal Mafia were, and we read... Big fan. Uh, Peter Thiel's From Zero to One. Yes. Um, which is a really, really exciting book. Super book. And he details a lot of, like, so it was the early days of PayPal and how those co-founders went on to become known as the PayPal Mafia. Yeah. Um, so we're going to look at that a little bit, guys. And uh, we're also going to go through, I suppose, innovation culture. I want to learn a lot from uh, Chris um, about how he uh, implements innovation processes and strategies. Uh, share it after one person. Yeah, share it out there. Sweet. Um, so, yeah, it should be an exciting show, guys. Um, I'm going to start. I think Shane is going to ask us some questions. He's going to be the interviewer no, I'm not. for today. <laughs> Shane, um, this is this is the editorial plan, man. You can't just not. I missed that memo. <laughs> was, was I aware that day? I gave it to Laura, okay? Ah, uh, that's Shane. Wrong. Laura never, <laughs> Laura never gives me any work to do. She, she just, you know, I'm joking. Laura, Laura, Laura she's going to give me. Laura, Laura is the best PA in Ireland, definitely, one hundred percent. And she's our biggest fan. Yeah, we love you, Laura. Um, so, I want to know why did you want to have Chris Kelly on the show? Because I tried to veto this thing. This is specifically him Why is he here? Like, I, sent, I sent Laura on the board decision. I sent Laura on the board decision. She's really not friendly with me. I created so. the board. What is that? But why did you want to have jokes this week? Because uh, um, I'm not like, why did you want Chris on the show? Me and Chris are all spitballing about fucking mafias. Yeah. And I also want to be a bit of a gangster. But let's build a bit of substance into who Chris is first, because rather than Chris, self for more. Well, I met Chris two years ago, like, two years ago? A year ago. A year ago? A year, yeah. And that was when you won IBOE yeah. IBO Limerick above Kieran Normal. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Kieran, let's just put that in the record. Yeah. No, 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 that, no, that's, don't that's, be cheap. <laughs> and, 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 uh, just, just saying, guys, to beat him at the re- regional level, it was. You, sir. So <laughs> better than Kieran Normal. <laughs> Bonavi, fuck you, Normie. The first, the first two minutes of yeah. this is gonna be taken. Normie, sent to care Norman every two days. Spanky's office um, there. No, I don't. So you talk about mafia, and we get onto that shortly. But before you did, you want Chris on the show? Uh, I, I suppose I like, shared an office with Chris there for about six months. Yeah, that, yeah. six good months, I must say. Um, and I was just blown away with the energy and, and, and I suppose the, the excitement around uh, what, what him and, and I think Fiona sharing the opposite at the time were building, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I was very, very curious about what they were up to. Obviously, I'd been on the IBYE circuit and they'd obviously changed tack a little bit yeah. um, and kind of pivoted into another industry. I'm sure Chris will go through that in a while. There was great energy, there was great determination, there was just a very vibrant buzz around the office, which was nice. Um, so I suppose we kind of became fairly good friends. Oh, definitely. Because of that. You poor bastard. Uh, <laughs> like every poor bastard next is like friends Peter Hunt, you know. I mean, she, you were the poor bastard. Oh, right. <laughs> we're partners. Like, <laughs> we don't have to stay Cheers, Lots of love for that today. It's hard to smack. Uh, right, I'll bring it out in. So, Chris, let's tell our wonderful yeah. audience a little bit about yourself. What age you? What are you up to? How did you get into Nexus? When did you meet all these wonderful people? Right. Okay, so uh, I'm 19. Uh, I was started off with um, running an agriculture business. Uh, proud to say it was a bit of a flop, <laughs> no doubt about it. A uh, bit of a disaster to say the least. But what I would say it was a disaster. It was going well, but we kind of wanted to pivot. We wanted to do something else. So we've started building a new product that's going to be on the market soon enough. Um, I'm really excited for you to see that. It's a medical product. Uh, 
that will do uh, really improve the efficiencies within operating theaters. So that's what we're looking to do. It's as I'm sure it's in the news all the time. It's a huge problem, and we want to be the ones to solve that. Excellent. So up to, yeah. um, you've had a few changes in your life recently, haven't you? Yeah, big time. <laughs> you want to elaborate on any of those? Yeah, so uh, I've decided to take a year out of college. So uh, as far as my <laughs> a, parents... A year? Deferred, <laughs> <laughs> uh, as far as parents are concerned. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's a dropout. But uh, see, <laughs> I've kept the door open, so you never know. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to have to commit your startup. Yeah, uh, no, I believe in it. And I know where we're going, and I want to take it to the next level. So without... Without being able to give it 100%, I don't think And do you know what? You know he's going to be successful because he's wearing a shirt. I'm telling you. So, Sorry, Shane, can we give a bit of context on the shirt? This needs context. So, <laughs> I bet Shane McCarthy 50 quid that I'd wear a shirt to the office for a solid. I've got to be honest, straight. every single person in the next is thinks I'm winning this bet. He has to wear a shirt. <laughs> Even if I give him 50 euro, I'm winning the bet. Well, not only that, he's actually hired a, a, a student as an intern to keep an eye on Chris Kelly as he walks through the door in the morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, yeah, it works. Yeah, it sounds like that works. No, I'm going to abscond. Guy with the <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to abscond out of the camera shot here and get interviewing. I think you've got a bit of an intro into Mr. Chris Kelly, CK, 10 times tastier. Um, <laughs> 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 I'm going to like. um, And really, I'm not, I'm not uh, too, what's the word I'd say? To involve, to indulge in this whole mafia culture thing, I just really want to build a real mafia, but let's not get me it. So I'm going to jump off and let's start asking these lovely dudes some questions. Yo, 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 what's up? Can you get comfy here? So no, let's get comfy, let's get comfy. I love our so makeshifts. When you talk about mafia cultures, where does the idea come from? Where does it derive from? I'm going to leave this off in a bowl of you. Yeah, I'm not even sure why they call it the PayPal Mafia. Um, but again, do you want to explain like, yeah. in context to the audience you talk yeah. about the paper um, so I first read about it in Peter Field's book yeah. and uh, I think the chapter was titled um, was it Building a Mafia or Mafia Culture okay. um, or The Mechanics of Mafia yeah, that's what it was Mechanics it's... of Mafia um, and basically he starts off and he was like look he started PayPal with Elon Musk, it would have been X.com when it first started some, uh, they merged with someone else I think they merged two technologies and became yeah. PayPal uh, Reid Hoffman would have went to college with, Elon, with Peter Thiel yeah. in Stanford, I'm guessing. Uh, I don't actually know. I don't uh, I, I think it wasn't UCC anyway. It wasn't UCC, no, 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 no. We shot the Robbie Skews, by the way. Um, no, um, it wasn't UCC. So Reid Hoffman would have went to college in Stanford with Peter Thiel. Now, Hoffman knew he wanted to build a technology company, he just didn't really fucking know how, right? And at that time, uh, the introduction was quite interesting. Hoffman was very like, pro-left-wing socialist. And obviously Peter Thiel was very like pro-right-wing capitalist, right? So the two of them got introduced because I guess their friend, their, their mutual friend wanted to kind of bounce off each other a little bit. Yeah. The two of them met and they would argue and they would have kind of fought a lot about different kind of political uh, opinions. Um, and then uh, Hoffman was offered, this is a real, I, I love these kind of uh, moments in people's life where destiny kind of leads the way. Hoffman was offered a scholarship in philosophy at Oxford University in the UK. So like, the founder of LinkedIn could have been a fucking monk, right? <laughs> Goes to Oxford, thought this is shite, and said, fuck it, I'm gonna go back to the States. Um, so he made up, and I'm only telling one of their stories, because it's one of them probably researched the most, but he went back to the States, uh, Wrote down a list of the skills he needs to start a company, and one of them was obviously software development technology experience. So he applied for a job at Apple. Uh, 
started it out though, he was working on eCore or something like that, which was the very first social media, as far as we know. Um, I'm working that for a while and worked a very kind of a interesting bunch of people. It was kind of like a street business in the back at the time. Uh, eCorp kind of started, it had fairly good traction early on. Um, I think it was once listed, it was 300,000, no way, it was AOL at 300,000 subscribers at the time. It was only half a million people on the internet at the time. AOL bought it. Under poor social media flops, they yeah. bought it and flopped about twelve. <laughs> we had conversation with this earlier on about about the Bebo flop as right. well. Right, yeah. I think it's just oh, how unlucky can how silly can one company be? Also, how unlucky can one company be? So that was it. Uh, Reed met up with uh, Peter, who had already hooked up with Elon Musk, and uh, Hoffman came in and joined PayPal as COO. Um, and that was the beginning of the PayPal. That was the beginning of the PayPal. But what makes? And I'll bring this one over to you. Mm-hmm. In your mind from reading the book, it's zero to one, isn't it? Yeah. It's not one to zero. It's zero to one. But what in your mind, like, based on the book or based on your thought process as a byproduct of reading the book, what forms the mafia? Yeah, sure. So, like, I mean, I started off similar to Peter's. Peter was with uh, Hoffman. That was his, his guy, Elon Musk, was mine. I was mad about him, especially because I've, I've been to space and stuff like that. I thought it was SpaceX was a particularly cool company. And there was kind of an interview with, with Musk where he talks about how they had literally enough money for three launches and how the three launches failed miserably and how he was able to turn back to the mafia in that moment where the whole company was weighing on this moment and say, I haven't got enough money for a fourth launch, who can actually come in to fund this? And he got the money from the mafia to be able to take that company to what it is now. And when you look at the kind of the innovation that they've had and the it's a, it's a revolution in what they're doing in commercializing space. It's something that has never been done and it's the first time it has been done. And to think that all weighed on one moment of Elon Musk having prior experience in a, in a bigger, would say, mafia or a chain of people that were able to support him and to get him beyond that point is just... Dramatic. And what do you think builds the framework for a mafia? Well, you know, what builds the Casanova? Sure. What, what, what builds... Yeah, I, I, I think there's definitely... There's a huge element of brotherhood there. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, and, and if you, there's definitely a tight, tight bond of brothers. Yeah. But I think as well to kind of create that relationship, there's definitely a common interest, a very strong common interest. Like all these guys have tried to be not just technology entrepreneurs, but like guys who really try revolutionaries, really, really try to change, really try to change world of product. And if you look at PayPal's early struggles. It's an interesting story in Ari Hoffman as well. Is PayPal's early struggles was that. Visa and MasterCard were looking at this like this this new wave, this new platform was sending this new way of sending money. They were like, This is bullshit, man, it's illegal. These guys are a bank, they should be paying bank charges. Um, and PayPal would never survive that they had to operate like a normal bank because they weren't. Yeah. Um, and you know, Visa and MasterCard wanted to pull their their connection, their affiliation with, with PayPal, which would have completely folded the company. And um, because they thought people would be laundering money through the site, they didn't want to be associated with that. Um, and, but PayPal weren't satisfied. They really wanted, they, they really understood that this was the way we could change how money was transferred. We could use email versus like a normal deposit in a bank, yeah. you know, very kind of a antiquated method. And if you look at how PayPal, when they were acquired by eBay, all the core team members left. I don't know what happened a lot, but I mean, they left immediately. Because they, they saw that, in a way they saw that as a bit of a, a loss. Yeah. Now obviously it made loads of money. Yeah, yeah. $1.5 billion is, is by no fucking stretch of imagination a loss, right? But they saw that as a loss. Like the technology had kind of lost because yeah. they couldn't go up against eBay. They had too many problems to keep fighting them. And eventually they 
gave up. <laughs> I got paid one point five billion dollars, right? Um, so in, in in a way, that that's for me. That's what kind of sold so. So there's a brotherhood. There's a brotherhood. There's a a real, real strong common interest, right. and I wouldn't even call it an interest. I'd say a purpose in life yeah. to do something. There's relentless, relentless innovation. So yeah. I, I, I pose it back a different way, maybe. Mm. If you were building your own mattress, yeah. What way would you set around building yours right now? Thinking about, are you trying to build one at the moment? Oh, absolutely. Uh, that's like, the, that's the what are you looking for in your team members? What? And, and, I'll ask, and I'll ask you the same question in a second. I think it's people that are willing to look at the bigger picture and not look at the you know the short term goals or the long term or not look at the short term goals, but to look at the long term goals of where you're heading with this. And I don't mean this might necessarily be your first company or looking at your second company. It's looking at the long term people that are willing to put the idea first. Sometimes that can be a problem. I think people like to think of, you know, people that literally will give everything they can to make it a success. That's what you need. And they've got to have a big, bigger interest in the entire thing rather than just with the one individual, if that makes sense. Yeah, you know, it's sense. just, it's the full idea, not just in the person again. When I first met you guys, I thought, I, I, I this is what, and the PayPal mafia kind of came from, but I actually thought you were very, you reminded me a lot of the pay, early PayPal story. And that was a huge compliment. I hate giving it to you. Especially the shirt, right? I just want to come back in. I'm winning. There's so many references to the shirt. He never got the black t shirt memo. That's young, by the way. Okay, just saying. But it was, it was just, it was kind of just remnants of it. They're all techie coders. Well, you were. We just didn't want to shit that they do. You were right up today and they were like, you know, you were a candler. Like, I went to start a college in New England in 2006. You know, that's fucking 10 years ago. <laughs> and when I came in, my sister who started there four years or five years before that was telling me shit back then. So you're going to 2001. I arrived in the Chris's office earlier today. Um, he was doing something on the laptop. He gave me to borrow because he's spare max lying around the place, as you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he just turns over and very simply goes, uh, Oh, yeah, look what I want to today. I'm like, What? Oh, you have to fix it in your calendar. <laughs> and you can put any student's identification number in and get it, get that and take it out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fucking 15 years. <laughs> this has gone on like nobody. Everybody's first heard about the calendar, the way that they get their, their timetable for the week. And uh, well, I think everyone should And they're, they're, we're ahead of schedule and we're doing this. We're, I was just like, oh, fuck off. Like, that's, that's, it, man. That's, that's pastime, right? You don't read like one fucking shooting calendar. That's pastime. <laughs> I, I just want to make a point. Just, just for, the, for the record, I want to say I had nothing to do with that. That was 100% owned. But that's why we're checking out. When you're talking about these people, you're going, it's the, they're individually strong and yeah. collectively strong. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so Owen doing that in his own brand, but what you could do with Owen doing that in his own? Absolutely, yeah. No, I mean, I think we have a good dynamic, and that's that's key. You know, I mean, people that work well together, that's always important. You know, that's that's where it all comes from. It's definitely something that, I mean, the lads have, I mean, we, we don't, we like, there's things I'm very poor at. There's no doubt about it. And, but as a team, I think we're quite strong. We have every skill that we need in-house, you know, that's, yeah, that's key. I think Musk and Theo would have probably recognised that as well. Yeah. No. Well, there's definitely like I mean I'm I'm Platform not, was definitely an operations guy. Yeah. You know, good negotiator. Yeah. Um managed to get Visa Mastercard off the cliff and they're about to cut their um cut their sport for PayPal. Um and I guess I need to compliment your skill set. Yeah. And that goes back to the brotherhood as well. Like Chris backs these men, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, to help him with these certain problems. Yeah. And that backing, that support, 
Um, the liver said, oh yeah, they do you take a bullet for the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, the Mafia, they're all fucking coders, man. In some shape or form. Or could you not create a marketing Mafia? You could. You could, you could, you could. Sales mafia. And maybe that is, maybe that's a key ingredient. Maybe they have to have that one... I think you have to have everything. On, a, sk- on a skill level point of view, though, I just thought, and maybe I'm wrong, but like, on a skill level point of view, I just felt that they were all very technology-driven. But then again, in a marketing mafia, maybe there's that, we're all very marketing But I think with the, the PayPal yeah. mafia, mafia, it wouldn't have worked unless they were technical, because yeah. it's very hard to sell technology if you don't come, like, I mean, Shane, you, you backed up in this, like, you would have a technical knowledge as such. You know, mm-hmm. You're not from a, say, coding background, but you still have a strong technical yeah. background that you'd be able to sell technology for people. Yeah. So I think... You know, while they may appear quite technical, they may not be tech coders as such under all. Yeah. They may just have technical Hold knowledge. Would ability, like, I would recommend you with one of those. Yeah, yeah. I, I, again, not a technical background, but just kind of, you have to just immerse yourself in it yeah. and, and learn it. Um, so yeah, maybe that's not the core, um, maybe that's not the core uh, element that they all have in common. And how, how important do you believe, like I read a big article yesterday just in prep for this, it was actually from Kevin Yorel, I think I'll oh, give a second, I'll talk about your man who followed with that company and then what blogger and the sex even with Jelly Edda. Hulser, Hulser. Oh yeah, I'll get it wrong. I actually have it, um, one second. Kevin Hulser. No, I actually have it. Don't Sorry, Kevin. <laughs> it was one of these blogs I read and I went away and went, actually, I have to follow Kevin Hollier. I am Hollier, yeah. Um, but throughout this, he's talking about finding the perfect partners. Mm-hmm. And he goes through, but one of the really interesting points that he makes throughout it down towards the bottom here is finding somebody who's willing to take big risk versus somebody who's passionate and skilled. Because if you look at those three lads back in the day, they took big fucking risks. And when you're talking about SpaceX, that's a big fucking risk. But the risk does not come into it in their mind. It, it's a natural thing for your team to have their back there. Mm. So where, what kind of role do you that plays? Because you're saying, right, oh, one yeah. is passion. You know, when I used to interview people, it was, are they passionate about it? Yeah. yeah. But if they're, they got a passion in the world, but if, if the company is struggling, like Musk in that stage, and you can't have ages for three, four months, and that's what he references in the blog, are they gone? Because if they are, I'm yeah, passionate about my shit. Mm. So what are your thoughts? It is, it's about, I, I suppose you don't go, you don't go to war with, with someone who doesn't want to fight. No, definitely not. You know, um, and and that warrior mentality, that great determination, I think that that was probably um, prevailing throughout the PayPal Foundation. Sure, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And I'm sure it's something you look for in your, in your, in your startups where you talk about the brotherhood a lot. Yeah. Um, I think that brotherhood is, 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 is really what Shane's trying to symbolize there is that literally backing someone to the nine, that that risk-taking ability. Yeah. Because you are taking a risk, man. You're, I mean, you're, go, you're going to get together, get in bed with these guys for the next three, four years, wherever long your, your exit strategy might be, and, and if you're not all backing each other, and if you can't back me to make that decision, take that risk, then it's not going to work. Yeah, there'll be times where it gets off, like, and you're not going to have, like, I mean, Shane, the, the example payroll is a really good one, that you're not going to be able to pay people for a couple of months, and some, to some people that's just like, no, you have to get paid for what you do. I mean, that's I mean, kind of a light. I mean, it's, it's a different way of thinking, but if you, there will be a time where you're not going to get paid for an extended period of time and trying to be able to, you know, to, to get by without, have, you know, it's, it's kind of trying to find the middle ground that you can, if you can't get paid through the company, is there something you can do outside that's going to, you know, that you can do for a couple of hours that'll pay you to go, to get in where you need to go at the next stage, you know? Um, right, and there has to be that entrepreneurial kind of mindset throughout the company, sure, yeah. company right? I mean, your co-founders, and there's a CEO nominated, 
Um, but you need to have that entrepreneurial capability as well. If, if the company can't pay me wages, you need to be able to go find your own source of revenue. So and you need to understand the vision. And not just the vision of the company, your own vision parts of it, the loans to the company. Mm. You know, you can't want... You know, sometimes, I suppose it's simple for the answer, sometimes it's a longer game than you anticipate. Mm-hmm. You know, they're talking about Apple, the big releases on tonight, um, and they're saying, you know, reading all these, oh, this is what the product's going to be, this is what J.7 is going to be. But one of the key things they said was, you know, if they're going to get rid of the headphone jack, or the head jack, you're going, right, uh, good. But they were saying simply that users at the start from Apple made loads of their iterations on previous products, they hated them in short term, but long term they loved them. You think and they're going versus long Every they've ever made, like they, they make the boldest calls of taking out, you know, yeah. taking out a floppy disk out of your computer, taking out the battery, taking out the battery. Stuff like, they just go and people look at them and go, you, you can't take, why can't you, you can't take away USB ports, you can't <laughs> do this. You can't do this. That's the, the, what, what laptops are going to have to go wireless eventually, and they'll just be Bluetooth, there will be no connections, there will be wireless charging. Everything will be wireless. It's just that's the way it's going. It isn't that. But each step they make, people are kind of like. I don't know about that. And I think in the last few years they've kind of been afraid to make those calls and it's actually only now with the, the new MacBook they've released yeah. that actually got rid of all the USB ports and just had USB-C but and stuff like that, you know? Isn't that part of the whole internal structure of the Mafia? That whole, like we said earlier, we touched on it, that, that vision, that thing of right, everybody may be saying no, but we're going this way. Like you referenced them on uh, SpaceX and you're talking even Reed when you went over to, to create LinkedIn, that was something that completely new and different yeah. and he didn't have a lot of people supporting him with it. Um, I think I think Teal was very interested in what he was doing. Um, and Teal started on to invest in Facebook about four years later. Um, but again, very, very new. And, and, and really would have struggled with that initially. Would have struggled for user acquisition. Would have struggled for user growth. Um, but having a mafia behind you. It was, yeah. He always had that backing. And another thing is as well, they've all invested in each other. Associate yeah, perform. It's nice. um, like Max Lexus. I'm only joking. Reed Hoffman would have invested in Facebook. He would have put a 40k seed. Uh, True Founders formed with Peter Thiel, so he would have won the early investors in Facebook. Definitely. Um, Chad Hurley, Shane, and Jared Karim, they all founded YouTube. Not, not all of them were co founders, some of them were like early engineers, so they all wouldn't have made a lot of money. I want to I want to touch on that now. Mm. Sorry to interrupt you, but mm. can you touch on that? Like the who was the PayPal mafia? So who was the the like so in any mafia structure? Like you said, the head honcho. Right. You the core people who are at the top. They sit at their own table. They're they're, they're the dons if right. you want to call them that. And then you have the the senior lieutenants underneath the dons. Absolutely. So give us the structure roughly. So and then was, um, after that, can you wonder was what they thirteen. Core members, there's 30 members that are kind of named as the yeah. PayPal Mafia. Um, so to go from top to bottom, it would have been Musk, Peter Thiel, and and Reed Hoffman would have been the three core members. I actually want to get it up. No, here, here, here use this one. Because I don't want to feck it up. Um, I'll get it up there. Yeah, Keep sweet. Talking. So there was, uh, yeah, there was Hoffman, Musk, and then there was Peter Thiel. They were like the three co-founding memory, uh, members. Um, and then you have Max Levshin, who would have went on to found uh, Slice, which is sold to Google for 110 million. Uh, Ken Howery, who I don't really know that well. Um, Steve Chen, who would have went on to found YouTube. Uh, then there was, who else do we have here? Dun, dun, dun. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, McClure, fuck off. 
between that group of friends, and you envisage that ye will do this or something yeah, like so that. But where you yell, YouTube, LinkedIn, Founders Fund, f 500 startups, you have literally software or... The backbone of Silicon Valley. Yeah, because that's a way of... The backbone of fucking global consumer technology. Wait, the internet, man. It's you geolocations of tagging with Yelp and finding out where shit's going on. You video content through YouTube, you've linked in a searching for jobs, finding networks. Facebook is well. Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, I mean, Why are you chasing Kim.com and Aaron Schwartz, man? These are the fucking guys you're chasing, man. But there's also like, around the world. If you look at it as well, as they fucking do. They do, right? I know Thiel uh, is investing in uh, fucking Trump's campaign. Yeah, oh, we're not getting Trump now. No, we're we're not getting into it. No, no, we're not starting. We're not starting the Trump debate again. Guys, any comments coming in? There's there loads of them coming in. Facebook, uh, Chris, you get my email last week. Mark Carey. Ah, love Carey. Uh, Chris, you get my email last week. Fresh Mark, and well, what's the crack? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, also, I think we got, we need to give a shout out to Mark for his absolute. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 First up, we, no, we're not just going <laughs> to give a shout out. What we need everybody to do, I'm going to turn over the camera. What we need everybody to do is go out to Steamboat Music on Facebook. Mark Carey is in a battle. Check out hashtag Steamboat. Hashtag Steamboat versus... Hashtag Steamboat, Steamboat versus, versus Starbucks. Versus Starbucks. Yeah. So Steamboat vs Starbucks. Yeah. Um, check it out on Twitter. Broad, broadsheet? Broadsheet running on it, yeah. Is that what it's called? That's broadsheet. The, is that the... Oh, the publication? Yeah, yeah something, running something's running it online. Oh, I didn't know that. This thing, by the way, has something like 700 chairs or 900 chairs already. It's absolutely exploded. Mark Carey at Steamboat Music is taking on Starbucks in Limerick, fighting for musicians so that they get paid to play in Starbucks. It's a fucking brilliant story, and I'm so proud of him that he's part of this huge, huge campaign to take down the big old Starbucks. Um, so congrats um, to Mark, get on to Steamboat, share it. We want everybody to share it, tell your friends to share it. This is a young guy who runs a music store in Limerick, taking, off, taking on a big multinational and saying, fuck Gary. you and your shitty coffee. Yeah. <laughs> oh, imagine, imagine Starbucks closed. Imagine the restaurant part of Starbucks is closed. <laughs> <laughs> James McCartney uh, said he's loving the PayPal podcast. Uh, James McCarthy said, love that hunch, you don't go to war with someone who doesn't want to fight. <laughs> John McCarthy <laughs> <Mark laughs> said, I never thought it would say the words, I needed to turn up the volume to hear Shane. <laughs> uh, we put him away in the corner today, John. Uh, we turned off his mic as well. That's what we had in the middle mics. So, what do you think, like, what made these lads transition? Is it an innate hunger? to solve problems, to, or is it yeah. that they have the skill set to do it? Like, you were just on earlier, that's a problem, and he went, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's... I, I fixed my problem, oh, by the way, everybody else mm -hmm. can fix it. Yeah. You know, because Yelp, that, like, I read an article on Yelp and prep for this, and they were saying, that's how we got founded. We wanted something, one of the founders wanted something in relation to a doctor, couldn't find it, that's turned right. over the money to other ones, and went, we need to build something where you can find these things local to you. And so, yeah, it was born, essentially. I think it's somewhere in between the two. Like, I mean, you do obviously need the skills to do it, all, that's important, but I think you can always learn a skill. Like, you're probably gonna, you know, learning a skill is one thing, um, but having the kind of the ability to look at something and say, ah, oh, yeah, that's where I can apply that. It's one thing knowing how to do it, but knowing when to do it or what to do is probably, I think, the key, you know? 
the instinct, yeah, the, I, I think the problem solving instinct is is important. Like, because you, you can fill a skill gap. Yeah, absolutely. Can't yeah. you? Yeah. And like these guys now, once they broke PayPal, they have the immense resources. I hate Michael Hoffman, I was watching today, but like he had the money to keep uh, LinkedIn afloat. Which is insane. Amount which of is great, like, which is fantastic to have. You know, he had he's a couple of million dollars that he keep the company afloat. So once you have the money, you can employ the resources. That's why I think the vision and obviously that kind of that problem solving ability is one of the most important. Yeah, you know, obviously it's an early stage company. It's great to have code, right? And you yeah, know, software it's company, great to have code. Yeah. I know it's hard, and obviously you come, you always come to A lot, a lot, a lot of CEOs do have to do this. Uh, is to is to co-found with with with, with another developer. Yeah. Um. But for them, they just had immense resources. I love that. Yeah. I would love to make some work. I would love to create something that just fucks it up for everybody else. That just takes these ad blocks and all this stuff that's going on and trending in the world and just goes like, no, give me a, give me a few months here and that's going to be ten years going time already. I'll found it with you, man. Marketing <laughs> mafia. You should bring on Mark Carey. Hey, Kevin, why are bringing this up? Is that hey, Kevin had just asked the question, who are the Irish startup mafia? You're fucking looking at it, mate. You're fucking looking I at it. I would say. <laughs> To I, I, we'll see how it goes. Uh, one, mm, I can I can call it at the moment. There isn't the trust that potentially. Then uh, no, you can't really say like, like, like yeah. they're innovators. Yeah, 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 they're yeah, yeah. Really mad, yeah. But I'm on about like you just said here. Like, they're they're worth seventy billion combined. Seventy five billion. Yeah. I know when you're saying that these no, you're right, you're right, right, they've right. created some stuff. Like, can we name 10, 15 people who came together? Imagine. All of us quit. So your team, we brought our team, whatever. But you brought together 10, 15 serious fucking people mm. who have huge opportunities elsewhere and who have such brotherhood combined. I can't, I can't name that. I can't yeah. name that. Um, I don't use one yet. Like, and you know, there is fantastic startups when you look at Trust Lab, like you mentioned, when you yeah. look at teamwork, when you look at, there's some great founders. Even the web summit, the way that three or four of the lads came together. I know Paddy leads, but there was more than just Paddy. Um, but it's that it's that it's the serial entrepreneurship that really makes this, the the yeah. the the PayPal mafia yeah, so poignant. Well, any mafia, if you're in drugs, drink, anything else, prostitution, it's it's the combined thing of what they get involved in. They don't just do one thing; they do fucking everything to make money, and their skill sets to do everything. To make yeah, it'd be interesting. Like the thing about it is, you might see it with Facebook. Because you know, I didn't really exit and didn't really get a big paycheck to go on and pursue our thing. I suppose a lot of the guys in Facebook. I'd imagine a lot of the guys in Google. If you were to track down some yeah, of the Google engineers. Yeah, there's probably Google one behind us as well. You look at Larry and Sergey and Yeah, I think Google's Maybe not quite to the same extent, but. Yeah, I think. Um, they can have their own one if you look at Alphabet. Like, you know, the stuff they're doing. They can have it in terms of. A startup smack campaign to find the Irish startup method. That's it, guys. That's your smack challenge for this week. That's how we segwayed in there. Who do you think? Who do you think? who do you think? John Hey, Captain, yeah, get in. John P, why are you out there? John Webb. Um, Irish Startup Mafia. Who do you think they're Startup Mafia, RP, is Because they don't wear shirts like Kelly does, you know? <laughs> there could be mafias in, I suppose, more traditional industries. Actually, yeah, most of them wear a shirt. So, I said, you know, 90% of the time you see that man, he's wearing a shirt. Listen, place, he sleeps so. on the floor inside the factory with a mate and stuff. Don't exactly. Don't exactly. <laughs> I'm not even getting into that conversation. <laughs> Jack Dorsey would be obviously a serial entrepreneur. Yeah. I'd be interested to see who else at co founded Twitter went on to co founded Twitter. It's very early. There was five of them. Yeah. PayPal was 98. So 
2002 when they got the exit. Yeah. So they've had that 14 year period to develop all these companies that we yeah, 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 yeah. today. So Twitter was 06, um, IPO'd. When, oh, Twitter Should was 08. Facebook is the other really big online company, besides than Google. They're kind of one man show, really. I know there are the other guys, I don't even know their names, you know, that kind of way. Aye, they look good, though. What is Sh- like Charles Zandberg is done. Sean oh. Parker, spending a good time there. Yeah, you, you reloaded him, Ed Wiredog. He's a what's it here? But he is gone on and done other things in the startup world as well. He's worth three billion or two and a half billion. Like, right. He's not worth more money. Like, okay. But again, okay. I don't think we can constitute it as not the same. Not today. Yeah, I don't think we can constitute gangs in Ireland being the same as. Keenan Cartel or one of these big mafias narcos or something like that. Right, right, you know right, what right. I mean? And I don't yeah. mean that they make the wrong way. That's the best crew now, actually. Yeah, you know what I mean? But apparently they're season three, though, right? The Cali Cartel You know, it's like, but there's, you know, there's another thing. You're, I don't think we'll see one to the great extent that we see with the PayPal mafia. I think if we were to dig down to more traditional industries, I'm thinking of, um, I suppose, the Rockefeller Corporation, Johnny Rockefeller. With the, maybe the Rothschild family and the kind of the, the businesses they might have set up. Did you, did you I think it's something to the very one in I'm just saying, I'm just saying the mafia. The mafia mentality, I think, kind of spanned a lot of industry. I know we're looking at startup mafias particularly. Yeah, but. look, we're on about Rockefeller and Rothschild and they're on about mafias. I'm in agreement with you. They were the fucking world. They own all the bank. They want the IMF. And the IMF won the other countries and they screw them. So they're a mafia in itself, like, but they're not traditional about this. No. They just rob money from people in the countries. Like, you know? Yeah, they're going to come in and take my apartment after here. I'm not shoes tomorrow. Just shut down now, right? <laughs> yeah. Anonymous comes out. But I think that, like, if you look at, back. Just like before the nineties, there was, <laughs> there was obviously still the, there was still the internet, but not to the same extent that they had this platform that could really allow them to do great, do big things right. really quickly. This is early internet. Yes, this is early internet, even at that. So, in the last fourteen years, they've been kind of in the perfect time to have money to be able to invest and to do ideas you want to do. But I think that. It's hard to know what the other guys are going to do because they haven't really given this chance. Before, before we'd say the the nineties, the like there wouldn't have been an opportunity to build a mafia to that extent because right. you couldn't scale companies that quickly. And, yeah. and the one point five billion dollar acquisition was absolutely humongous. Considering yes. it was over ten years ago, thirty. This is 14, 12 years before Snapchat got a three billion uh, offer from Facebook. Yeah, one five billion was a huge amount of money, and this is post dot com burst, or, right? Yeah. So like PayPal, like they were buying customers. It was they were giving out ten dollars to sign up to PayPal. That was their marketing strategy. Cost them a fucking fortune, right? They were raising money in ninety nine, two thousand, like when everyone was getting out of tech. You know what I mean? It was like fucking lads back to the house. Like, you know what I mean? And they're raising money at this like unbelievable rate. So their timing was impeccable. Yeah. And I think if you look at all the factors kind of in together, and Teal talks about a bit of luck and his success, uh, and Norman Jordan, timing was impeccable. But I mean, fairness, if you look at a lot of our, a lot of the trajectories of really, really good startups, mm. if you look at the way that Apple, like, you know, I would love to think that there is some sort of alignment between Mark Zuckerberg and Steve Jobs. Yeah. You know, when, when <laughs> iPhones or when smartphones became more accessible to the everyday person, so to speak, and Facebook then is coming out and point in and around the same time of like, 
talk about time. You have this social network that has the attention pulled upon the older people that were all young people want to be on it. And then you have this actual tool that you can use in your hand all the time that you don't have to have a laptop with. Yeah. Fine. You know, yeah, that, that's easier to one though. That's part of the book. Is it talks about timing and how that it just you know sometimes things will work better at, the, at a given time, and that's just the way yeah. I think. And and Teal backs himself with that yeah. with with, um, with with the formula set up for drop uh, college dropouts. He said about socks. He said if they had tried that three years later, they missed the boat. Oh uh, yeah, it's fully, fully. So that's yeah. why he, he believes sports. the opportunity is now, and it's a good ad. There was a kid on who was doing some kind of electric motor thing. He was like, I need to do this now. If I wait three years to graduate. The opportunity could be gone. And I think that's why yeah, LinkedIn saw the Microsoft. He realized the opportunity was gone. And you know, I think that's SpaceX. I think that's what makes me and uh, Yeah, SpaceX again because NASA had their budget cut. Budget it was a good yeah. timing for them to come in. But and also, become... also, if it was any other person running that, it would have been a massive failure. And I mean, Musk talks about when he tried, decided to start this, he went to the likes of Thiel and those. That they literally made a video of rocket explosions for him and said, you know, <laughs> this is not a good idea, don't do it. And he still went ahead and did it and he built it and they even still supported him even though they were completely against That's what I mean about the mafia culture, again, coming back, they always support each other. Even though they were the ones telling him not to do it in the first place, he was then borderline bankrupt, couldn't afford rent, they were funding his rent. Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's an incredible story and you listen to it and they're talking about it. They still gave him money to fund it. They still funded it, despite the fact that they probably didn't believe where he was going with it. And they still gave him money to go do it. And that, that's kind of the yeah, brother hunt behind it. Like, yeah, money, it's is money, is, money is irrelevant. It's, un- it's almost unconditional love, like, you know what I mean, in a way. There's just so it's much. It's like, a romance. It is, maybe, yeah. It's just you call it that. Um, <laughs> that's what you got Kelly on the show. You think he's farming a mafia. You want to farm a romance with him, like, <laughs> <laughs> that was said first and started to smack yeah. episode 24. This is our whole post of his way into the mafia. <laughs> so, what other, like, why I'm not talking on this, because I know nothing in comparison to the lads in, in relation to the PayPal mafia, but what other thing really, like, we've loads of things written on the board here, but honestly, I can't read Peter's writing because he's half illiterate, but that, that's not very <laughs> So instead of me trying to read fucking kerfuffle on the board, I'm just going to turn over. What else about this made you want to run a whole show for Star Trek Smack on it? Because there's like, I mean, Apple's launch just today. Right. I mean, fucking Snapchat are going to make a billion in right. revenue in 2017. Right. But the two of you, and, and I love the energy and the excitement, we're really excited about talking yeah. about this match. I Only like just things when we look back in the history books, uh, like the birth of the internet and the birth of like everything we know about software companies, we will bring it back down to the pace of that game. Yeah. Just think it's Especially when, like, like whatever about anything else, way, the way it was built by then. That's yeah. the bottom line. When you think about the, probably the three biggest brands, it, with the exception of Google, probably they yeah. were involved in Facebook, they're involved in YouTube, they're involved in PayPal payment systems. Musk has invested Stripe in Stripe. PayPal is a big product. Musk is involved in Stripe too, as far as I know as well. You know, yeah. so it's just they, like they're and they're involved in everything. And some, I love one the vision of PayPal investing in Stripe. Yeah, it's just I mean, <laughs> you're number one competitor. Not we do, give fucking money. Yeah, it's the what? Yeah. You're going to give your number one competitor money, and we're going to give him fuck loads of it as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I think that's it. They've just been the backbone, and I haven't done it any justice with this terrible. Uh, web diagram I try to draw on the board, but like I'd love to just like just web it all out 
I'm sure see someone has probably every strand is connected to every strand. If it hasn't, it's been done. James McCarthy, by the way, you're tuning into Startup Smack, where we get a smackdown on all. We start the best. Uh, every Wednesday night. From 7pm. Guys, next week is going to be so exciting. Even more exciting than having Chris Kelly on the show. I don't know if that's possible. If Chris Kelly can on the show, wearing a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to yeah. uh, We're celebrating our 25th episode next week. It's been a hell of a quarter of a century. And we're going to have an exciting new studio. You love to tune back in. Um, we also want yeah. people to start sharing the page. Oh, please, um, guys, come on, we're trying to really hire Peter here. Hunt made an awesome little two minute video today. Alex. Check it out, boys. Um, please so share it, share the video. Share, share, like, sharing is caring and all that nonsense. Chris Kelly talks about when it comes to food and shirts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and to do it. come here, we should do a little bit of snack news. Uh, we'll get on to it in a second. Okay. I'm going to ask you a couple more questions. Sweet. I'm really interested in this mafia and the visionary and the pioneering, and they're like, Looking so far down the line that you can't even comprehend it. What do you think? And this is a really hard question. Is coming next. So if you're looking at the innovations, what's going on, what's going on? I know what Chris Kelly's I know what Chris Kelly's answer is. But we're going to go to you first one. Because um, the, there's going to be, the, the whole lot of the internet's going to break. <laughs> Apple didn't break it. Chris Kelly didn't. He's going to say what he's going to say next. I'm not saying <laughs> I wonder will we see flying cars or teleportation first. Flying cars with them. I know, but will we even want flying cars? Will oh, we work yeah. <laughs> I think so. I think. Well, Drink Dreaming's gonna be dangerous. Because the founders for him is like, yeah, we want a flying car, we got 140 characters. That was like the founding statement. He wasn't happy with the level of innovation out there. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's one of his that's one of his founding statements. He's up the company. We want a flying cars, we got 140 characters. Um, and I wonder, and he talks a little bit about the, the network advantage, building a 10x startup. Yeah. So instead of making incremental improvements, we need to make something that's 10 times better than the existing technology. Talk about Google, yeah. 10 times better than the next so search what, engine. So what is the 10 times better? I don't know, Shane. If I well, did... Where would you have ideas then? I'm trying um, to... I like after to and what I'm asking this as well, what do you think? What's coming next? For me, for me from a marketing standpoint, I think we need to invest in better machine learning. I can't yeah, wait but, until you can have a hologram and do an interview. Right. I can't wait. You know, there's a lot of things I think you can I can't do. wait until I walk into the store and I know what I want. No, I can't wait to sit down here, put on glasses on my head, like the Hawks tried to do. Yeah, I put on Google, Google Glass, I put on VR, and I'm walking around the shop picking up what I want. And then that gets delivered to my fucking house. Yeah. I, I just don't want to do shit. Like the VR. I can't wait to put on a VR headset and go to the stadium. Yeah. For the football match now. You know, that... that well, I, I think and again, I don't even think that's 10x. I think that's 2 or 3x. Because like, that's coming. Like, yeah. You know, I don't think, like, based on what they're saying, oh, we need to go 10x on our innovations right. here. I think he's similar. He's going to go, we want fucking teleportation. You're on about VR in a fucking stadium. We nearly had that already. No, we're close. We're close. Like, I was saying this to you, like, I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, that I'm not getting into this fight again. Your discretion is advice. Two times, Two times. We have a vision as a company. I'm not going to say it, like, but we have a vision where we're going with this next. I've talked to Evo, you guys about it. Evo think it's insane, but I think that's the point of the 10x. It has to be insane. Insanity and genius are too close together. Yeah, yeah, and I think that it, it may, what we thought, you know, anyone we talked about it, like that we said to 
they honestly think we're in, like we're mad. Like you are a nut job is all we get back to people. Uh, what in God's name are you doing running the company? Also, we have our vision and this the companies we're doing now are steps to our vision. We have to build right, just the oiler, right? Chris Kelly wants to turn people into fucking robots. That's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. But it's a no. But I'm saying, like, I mean, it, it'll come. We won't talk about it tonight. But no, it will no. Come. But look, 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 I'm, I'm ripping yeah. here. But I think, I think this. I, I think this is really interesting. It's it's very scary, right? It, ethically, you know, outlining the marriage is scary. But break it down. Come on, you're talking about chips and people. Yeah. Oh, no, we're not saying too much about it now. Oh, okay. We're, 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 we're on the DL. But right, yeah, but yeah. we've been talking about yeah, this. Sure, this yeah. is a small thing. Well, see, I think it was my idea. Ideas yeah. is something. Execution is everything. We're not going to go into the model that you want. But yeah. the idea of having a chip in someone to yeah, make absolutely. them better or function better in certain ways yeah, exactly, is yeah. something that could be revolutionary. I think so, yeah. I think the people at the moment are... But I think you have that with everything. You know, people when new technologies come first, I'm sure the phone was kind of like, <coughs> "What do I need that for? I don't want that." That's the same that with the Mac. All this stuff you do, it's it's gonna scare people when it comes first. But I think that's the you know that's again it comes back to that you know okay technology is one thing and being able to overcome technical challenges in itself is a big feat. But I think the bigger feat with all of these big innovations like Facebook, like uh, you know, your mobile phone, all of the computers, even all of this stuff. The the biggest part about it all was. Convincing people that the, of the benefits rather than the negatives, but there is going to be negative love, innovation. You know? I would love this is just random off the point. I would love something that would do one of it or two things, right? That would scan your face and be able, able to measure whether you had mental anxiety or not, whether you had depression, all these things, yeah. or something that would be able to scan your actions, your emotions, all these other things, and tell you to what level of yourself are you performing. Yeah. So they say, right, we're here. Am I operating now when all I'm doing is Gucci in the last four years? Am I operating at 50% what I actually can do? Yeah. 10% yeah. or 80? Because there's nothing in the world that can tell me that right now. Before, like, so your performance, is that what you mean? So yeah. Where you're at, how much work you put in, or like, yeah. that day, yeah. I I'm worried about that too sometimes. Like, how, much more, how much more sleep do I need to increase my performance? Yeah. Or when should I take my caffeine? How much take it too Something that can measure you as yeah. a person and measure you at your optimal level, and not the optimal level that you can deliver, your optimal level that you don't even know. Have you, ever, have you ever seen the stats on alcohol for programming and stuff like that? It's an interesting point that, like, that you can have, like, I think it's like 1.1 units or something like that, and your performance, like, goes up. And then once you go beyond that, it, like, rockets down. Listen, the first few people in Facebook, like, again, fucking multi, multi billionaires, <laughs> if not billionaires. Done it by drinking a shot and calling yeah. something, and then we're getting sick of buckets and everything. But they get out of Facebook, we can really win these. If you're that good, you'll get the call anyway. I've seen my business right. partner drink half a bottle of whiskey and call a beautiful website. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is at 3 o'clock in the morning on Saturday, and you're just like, men's got skills. <laughs> you know, what, any other ideas or innovations that you think? Um, I think most gives you in transport. I think transport is his. his like transport's interesting. Yeah. I like what he's doing with this. Like, Ooh, Roland, sorry, sorry, fast. sorry. We yeah. have a few coming in here. Um, does it come with a shuffle from Shane? No, it fucking doesn't. Uh, give me a look of him. Beam me up, Scotty. I'm really interested in biometrics, James McCarthy. I'm really interested in biometrics at the moment. I think there's an opportunity for 10x innovation. Um, John Weber work, put chips into people and make them play, be able to play the piano. Why, why would you just want them to play the piano? I don't know. I thought just, just, just the piano. It's John, come on, we need a bit more than that. 
And I want to know what other things would you do or, or start up smack audience? But um, what else would you do? Um, Bill, Bill Hawks is in. Bill Hawks is in. Um, any other innovations, Mr. Kelly? You want to um, tell us about CK 10 times tastier? I think I think water and energy are huge. I don't the I can't remember his name. But the guy that predicted the crash, the Michael Sutter, I don't the guy that shorted the housing industry at the on stock market. Ah, oh, jeez. Uh, you know what yeah, 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 yeah. He's predicting water as the next big innovation. He's investing his money there, and because we've been growing population, water is not being provided for. Stephen Dunworth, our, our CEO, yeah. said one of my partners said this to me eighteen months ago. Yeah, he said that the bushes. The Rockefellers, the Rockefellers, whatever the daughter second name is, he said that they're all after buying up huge resources yeah. of water. It's going to be a unique product. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a shortage. But like, even the technologies that are going to mine more water, so like desalination plants, converting seawater into fresh drinking water. So is that would that be something where you're running yeah, plants that can convert one type of water into the, the other? The four energy guys doing it as well. He's uh, you know the guy the. God bless him, he was, I think he had something like it was a 4 billion or 4, I can't remember what he, he said he's giving away 99% of his money, but when you look at what he's actually had still in his own pocket, it's something like 40 million or something, so he's, he's a good lad, you know, 99%, but he's, so he gives it away into kind of like, what's it, innovation, innovation and things, so he's, one of them is uh, these kind of, like, oil, I just give him his oil rigs kind of things, or boats, even, I don't there, but offshore, that pipe the water back to, to sea, so they desalinate it at sea and, and bring it back in yeah, yeah. water. So I mean, there's a, there's a couple of people in this that predict that's going to be a huge innovation that needs to happen. And I think, you know, water will allow with agriculture, you know, something to happen in agriculture as well. So it's going I think to be it's a combination. I think it's absolutely crucial. I think I'm going to see a lot more stuff with stem cells. I think I'm going to see a lot more stuff with um, GMOs. And I, I, I'm obviously a huge food fan. Um, I, 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 uh, I'm very anti-GMO, but. I'm kind of reading research lately that suggests that you know our version, our vision of GMO. When we look at um, the, the 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 really big food companies, the um, Monsanto and companies like that, we see it quite negatively. But if you look at like a billion people or two billion people in the world that go hungry, then is there a way we can genetically modify corn or wheat to generate more food? Need to bring back hen. to bring back hen. Yes. You're so right. I'm not trying. I know there's all the drugs. No, 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 no. Take that bullshit out of it. You need to bring back some of that natural material. That fucking material is unbelievable. What are you from? Edible to clothing to this building houses as material. And and I highlight as well, and I don't want to stereotype there. But if you're saying that there's a billion or two billion people hungry in the world, there's probably for argument's sake, we'd say two billion. It's probably one point two billion people that are actually in geographical areas where things can be grown. Yeah. yeah. And we're, we're growing time. wood, we're growing loads of fucking wood that's taking up a lot of farmland that's uh, not very resource uh, efficient, uh, it uses a lot of water to produce, so yeah, I, I so think you're thinking there could be huge innovations in food. I think yeah. 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 Water. I think like food and water. Things we have, uh, we have a few comments coming in here. Mark Harry come back in. Why do you want people playing lots of pianos to buy lots of pianos? <laughs> 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 yeah, he's lethal at marketing. John Mabel Rourke said exchange with chips. I just one chip to do them all, John. One chip to do them all. One ring to buy them all and buy them all together. <laughs> 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 um, 
Joanna, oh Joanna, she was inside of our yes. chat. Um, or Joanna, sorry. We, I print the brain chips Chris could put into people. I'll three print them. Oh, okay. Mark Carey said Nestle are already trying to privatize mass bodies of water. Um, John said I don't want to learn to play the piano or learn languages, but would buy or rent chips to put into my body if it allowed me to play the piano or speak another language. Interesting. So he would buy or rent them. You wouldn't go to college anymore. You just go, I'll get a chip for that. Boom. Yeah, but when you when you get back, the chip is it gone? Like, or does it retain your memory capacity? Retain? Oh, it would have. Yeah. That's amazing. We're getting into something that's not going to be built for another five years. Chris is like, Chris is snapchatting Fiona's like, it just sounds good. Now, have you any parting thoughts? For our wonderful audience. In fairness, we've had a lot of people retain throughout the whole show. We would like Thanks to thank you guys. very, very much. Maybe we should drop the camera more. A lot of people have yeah. retained. Maybe it's the lovely. It's like, oh, we're shame. It's the lovely voice in the background. It's the speed hairlines that they can't handle. Like, it's the speed hairlines. It's <laughs> terrifying, all of you are. Terrifying. I know, yeah, I know. That's the, the thing is, we only got it three days ago. I've already seen 10 people with it since. Like, it's just a trendsetter. It's not my fault. When I was six back then, we don't have a McGregor's Golf again. Any parting shots? Any parting thoughts? Um. And the mafia and future innovations are on what's up next for Peter Hunt. I'm I'm very excited about the future. I'm freelancing, social media freelancing content, uh, amazing writer, uh, fantastic <laughs> podcast host, and uh, pretty savvy the old social as well. I know you're a social media company. <laughs> Hunt is trying to copy everything we do, except the hairstyle. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, look, check me out. Um, uh, I'm on LinkedIn and Twitter. What's the email to get you on if people are interested in doing a bit of business, Mr. Hunt? Ah, it's my old fucking shit email. PeterHuntIreland at gmail.com. There's only one Peter. There will be there will be a new there will be a new website coming up soon. It's going to be up under huntcontent.com. That's right, motherfuckers. Huntcontent.com. Nice. Uh, try to get content on, but someone took it. Yeah. Hunt content's cool. Because yeah, I'm going to drop something like that. You should on. make a site called Content Cunt. <laughs> do it as like a play over at contenthunt.com. Just me. Just rip like that. Content just rip that. That's the innovation. And what can we expect from you, Mr. CK? Yeah, so uh, next kind of few months we're doing web development and finishing off our product. So our product should be on the market in January. I'm uh, really excited about that. I think it will hopefully shake it up a bit in the, the healthcare industry and actually have an impact on what we're trying to do. And to, I think we really can make a difference to this one. So I'm looking forward to getting that in the market. So. Can we expect to see you leading the new, the first ever Irish Mafia coming soon? Oh, I think so. I think so. Maybe Watch this space, <laughs> guys. I'm fucking telling you. It happened in episode 24. But I think that's the Version thing, you know, 2. I think even like, okay, we're not quite, <laughs> we're not quite a Mafia. I would say we're quite a Mafia in, in here, but like, even there's still that element of a brotherhood, I think, in Nexus too, to a certain extent. Not quite. It's the Nexus Mafia. Maybe we're looking, maybe we're too granular with how we're looking for that one company. Maybe it's a community. But I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you can always get yeah here and stuff. So, I mean, we do have that kind of a little bit of There's vibes, man. We don't fucking know. Right, I'm gonna have to wrap you up. We could talk all night, gents. We could talk all night. You've been tuned in. 
to the one, the only startup smack. Put it on all of us, Chris Kelly getting the shot. In there together. You've been tuned to the one, the only startup smack, where we let us smack them at all. Your startup ass. I totally missed the point. <laughs> I was ready for the moment. Like he was in trying to get the next smack for you guys. Cheers, lads. Uh, tune back in next week. So 25, it's, so our, it's our anniversary, what is it, 3-4 months? It's been 3-4 months, yeah. Uh, so episode 25, new studio, new content, new people. Stay well, start a smack. Big shout out to Chris Kelly. Thank you very Cheers, much, guys. Chris. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, well, no, we, we did it. <laughs>